Welcome to the Marketing for Startups podcast. If you're trying to figure out marketing for your startup, then you're in the right place. In this podcast, we go high level, looking at the intersection of branding, data, and leadership to offer you a marketing playbook to grow and scale. Join me each week for in-depth interviews, tactical advice, and practical trainings. Hi, I'm your host, Victoria Hajar, veteran marketer and startup enthusiast. I promise to bring my experience and curiosity to each episode Then together, we'll peel back the onion on this ever-changing discipline that is marketing. I'm so happy you're here. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Marketing for Startups podcast. I am talking about something that has been highly requested from the community, and it is a question that I got a lot um, in last month's Marketing Strategy Bootcamp, which if you are unaware of what Marketing Strategy Bootcamp is, it is a three-day marketing intensive with me live. Um, And at the end of the three days, we leave you with your full marketing plan um, for the year ahead and really just sets you up for success. And it's always really fun because we have all different kinds of super diverse founders across tons of different verticals. So we get to learn a lot from each other. It's really, really fun. It's something that is like my greatest joy to get to do. Um, so if you want more information about the Marketing Strategy School Bootcamp, you can get that um, in the show notes. But I wanted to uh, talk about lead magnets. It's something that if I were to choose one of the most important things to understand and implement well, it is lead magnets. So let's kind of understand, let's kind of back up, start from the beginning. What is a lead magnet and why it's important? I'm sure you know this already, but again, one of my biggest values is mastering the basics. And as a marketer myself and speaking with so many founders, it's like we get so caught up in the day-to-day and sort of chasing the shiny objects or the big ideas that come or the new social media platform. There's just so much always to be doing is that oftentimes it's worth it to check in and, and make sure that the basic pieces of marketing are in place, but not only are they in place, are they actually effective, right? And so lead magnets undoubtedly is one of the most important things to get right in your business because that directly correlates to the pipeline that you fill for sales. So let's back up. What is a lead magnet exactly? So a lead magnet in its most general sense is something of value you give in, give to your prospective customers or clients in exchange for their email address. So why is it important? There's such a small number of people that are going to buy from you immediately. Okay, the percentage is very small. If you're advertising or even if you're just like in person selling something like people need that like, know and trust factor. They need to understand what you do, how you serve them and how you can help relieve their pain point. Usually that takes time to develop that relationship and to get that understanding from the prospect or customer. And so therefore, uh, emailing our prospects on a regular basis is really important for building that rapport, making sure that they understand exactly what you do, what your product or service is, and how you can help them or enhance their lives, right? And it really gets them ready to buy. So if you're a product-based business, 
the easiest way to think about lead magnets would be like a, a promotion of some kind, like a discount or free shipping. And what I want to talk about today a little bit more is on the services side, because on the services side, and if you're a product-based business, please like don't shut this off. One of the greatest um, lessons I've learned working with so many different verticals in my 10, 15 year career as a fractional chief marketing officer for startups is that some of the greatest ideas for marketing, the most creative ideas actually come from looking at other industries, um, like what some of their best practices are and thinking about ways that you can kind of like use that for your own business. So I think we have a lot to learn. Um, Product-based businesses can do a lot of really cool creative things that don't have to just be discounts, but more often than not, it's shipping or percentage off is the fastest way to get that email address. Okay, but let's open the box here and think of like all the other really cool high value things that we can share with people in exchange for their email address. And so creating a lead magnet is the process of like packaging up something of value and then gating it, right? That means putting it behind a opt-in form in order for them to access. So their payment in a sense is their email address to you in order to access that information, okay? And the tech behind setting that up is very easy. It is very easy no matter what systems you're using. And there's always tons of support. You hear all my family screaming in the background, they're playing a board game. <clears throat> Work from home and mom life, it's awesome. Um, so, okay, so the so packaging up, putting it behind a gate, that process, whether you're using Constant Contact or MailChimp or all of the other billions of options for your CRM, and you just simply type in how to do this process I'm describing right now, there's so many resources available for you to, to do that yourself or just get on support. And I'll, I'll like give you a little bit of tips on how to actually execute it. But I want to think a little bit bigger picture now. So let's think of what are these val the value that you can give in exchange for an email address. So practically speaking, this could be as simple as a Google Doc, some one page, right, checklist or a guide or some um, instructions on how to do something specific, a recipe, um, something that you're just kind of type out that's going to connect with your target client, something that is a maybe answering a specific question that they have, which isn't exactly your product or service, but it's related to your product or service. In kind of putting that information down, putting it into PDF form, right? So it's just, you know, looks formatted nicely. Maybe you brand it a little bit. And you put into PDF and then this is what you gate. That's what is this freebie, right? So for me, what I've done on uglyventures.com, if you go, there's a pop-up for a free checklist. So you can create a checklist. Mine is a, check, a marketing strategy checklist. So um, my intention was that is, in that is for anyone who's creating a marketing strategy to kind of go through all of the, the tenants, like the, the disciplines. Um, of kind of having your brand together and getting ready for kind of creating that marketing strategy and then showing you like the steps of creating a marketing strategy and a checklist. Um, that, you know, didn't take me a lot of time to put together, um, but I just like packaged it up into 
Um, I, I didn't use a PDF. You could make a PDF. I actually use this very cool software called One Pager that actually turns a PDF into like an interactive experience. So actually I'll link that in the show notes as well. So you can kind of take a look at what my lead magnet is and what my quiz looks like. And then you can take a peek at one pager because it's really cool. I actually, in my lead magnet, I've actually put like a video um, embedded into there. All of the things in the checklist are like hyperlinked. I've actually connected or I've actually put in like specific episodes of the podcast as it relates to like different parts of the checklist in the one pager. So it's like basically like a PDF, but like upgraded. So if you think of like a PDF, but like a Google sheet, like everything clickable. Um, other kinds of lead magnets are like a quiz or um, you can do like templates of something like the, the, the possibilities are endless, but there's one very strategic um, sort of angle on lead magnets and what makes an effective lead magnet. So essentially you need to create a lead magnet that's like something that your audience actually needs or wants or has asked for before. And what is the most effective in lead magnets is that you want a lead magnet that's gonna get your prospects ready to buy like what you have. So I'm gonna give you an example of one of the founders that was in my last boot camp because she had a very cool business model. Um, her business was all about, it was a membership site, a membership community that gave um, meal, like did meal plan uh, prep basically for busy families, busy moms and dads. Um, so you join the membership site and she'll deliver to you like a really cool, like intentionally designed um, weekly meal prep, like instructions with the grocery list, with all of the recipes, like utilizing what's left over and the grocery list that you've got, like to make sure that there's no waste and like we'll tailor it to different diets and all those things. So super helpful for someone like myself, who's super busy mom and like, oh, like meal planning is something that always like gives me stress, right? So that's her product. So the idea is like, well, what what content and what kind of lead magnet could she be sharing that's going to get people ready to buy with her? And this one I love as an example, because it's pretty obvious. It's sort of like, well, she should be sharing some meal prep plans or some ideas on like how to meal prep, right? So let's say she did a lead magnet, which she may have actually, I'm not sure. Um, if she did a lead ma magnet, which is like, one like one week, one free week of a meal prep. So what happens is like people get a taste of what she has to offer inside the membership. They see the value of it. They get to go through the process of buying the things at the grocery store and making the recipes, see how the recipe tastes. And if they like it, then they would be more in a position to like want more of it and join the membership site, right? And actually become a paying customer. So, so what does this look like in your business, right? What does it look like in your business? This is taking into account the step before the purchase, getting them ready to make the purchase. And I'm sure there's lots of creative ideas spinning in your head on how you can do that. But what the first step is to create the core piece of content. So in the case of our, our uh, meal prep 
founder, you know, she would have to go through maybe create in, in a PDF form or maybe using one pager like I did to create like, the you know, maybe a little booklet, a little guide that's like an introduction to like what is meal planning, why it's important, how it saves money, blah, blah, blah. Maybe page two is like, you know, grocery list and a little bit of information about like what the meals for the week are going to look like. <clears throat> and then after that, you know, one recipe each week. So maybe she just shares for like dinners or something, right? She puts all of that into a document, PDFs it, and then great, it is a PDF. So what do you do next, right? Then you're going to go into whatever your client relationship management tool is, your CRM, which is basically where you store all of your emails. And pretty much all of the CRMs will have the functionality to do the automation that I'm about to tell you, right? You're going to share that you have this lead magnet, right? And what you're going to do is direct people to an intake form. So almost with all the CRMs, you can build an intake form inside the CRM. So you either look for landing page or you look for forms and you're just going to create yourself. You're just going to create, you know, what information you want from the, the person. You probably want their first name, maybe their last name and their email address. And actually the less fields you have, the more likely people are to convert and actually give you their email address. So that is um, something to keep in mind. The more kind of barriers to entry put, the more likely people that are bounced off the page. So you're going to create that intake form, or if it's a landing page, however it's called, um, but going to create that. And then with that particular landing page or intake form, you're going to assign a tag. And this is really important because on your intake form, when people put their name into that particular form, right? And it's going to look like a little, a little landing page, a little website page. And there's tons of ways you can kind of customize the URL and kind of embed it into your website. There's so many ways to kind of like execute it, but essentially you just need that intake form on a page that lives online. And that could be inside your website, or that could be on like through the CRM, like MailChimp, you can create landing pages through MailChimp. You can create forms that you just embed into um, your own website. And it's all, it's all so easy. And there's tons of YouTube, um, tutorials to do that. Um, people explaining it much better than I, but essentially the important piece of this is you are having that URL to share. People get to that, that landing page with the form, they fill in their stuff, they press submit, and then automatically an email gets sent to their inbox that is saying, thank you for signing up for, you know, this free resource. Here is uh, a link to, you know, whatever I promised you. And inside the body of the email will be a hyperlink or a download button where they can download this PDF you created or this checklist, or it could be a video that you created or like a mini training. Like there's so many ways that you can create valuable content that people will give you your email, uh, their email address to access. Um, but the point is, is that this small little funnel that you create is really the backbone of your whole marketing strategy. Okay. So let's talk a little bit high level. So now we've understood a little bit um, about what you should be creating as a lead magnet. 
the importance of creating that form and that like landing page, a place to kind of get them to input their email address, press submit, and then through MailChimp, remember I told MailChimp or your other CRM, remember I told you to add a tag to that form. So when they fill out the form, that email address gets a small tag. And the small tag is really just a way of organizing your email addresses. Because once that email address goes into your marketing email list, right? This kind of where you're gathering all of your prospective clients and customers into one list. Having that tag is going to be really useful because you understand how people came into the list, right? They came in through that lead magnet because their email address has a certain tag. The other thing that's really important for the tag is the tag will be um, the piece that is needed in order for any automation to happen. And so we need that piece of automation, an email to, to go into the inbox of that person that inquired or asked for the lead magnet that's going to deliver them the, e the lead magnet. And also now they've, you know, received an email from you and will be ready to receive more emails. So this piece of the puzzle is so, so important because it's really the one of the only ways in which businesses are able to gather prospects with, with their email addresses that we as business owners own. So now I'm going to go off on a little bit of a tangent and remind you that if you're building your business on TikTok, if you're building it on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, you do not own any of your followers. You don't have their email information. If your account got hacked or you lost access or whatever, like even if you have millions of followers on Instagram, you will have literally no way of getting in touch with them. And so therefore the process of pulling people off of those social platforms and, and getting them onto your email list is vital. It's crucial because your email list is your is an asset in your business, right? And, and you own that email list. No one can take it away from you. Your CRM, like MailChimp and Constant Contact, they do not own the email addresses you put in there. The email address is yours. You can always download it into a CSV um, Excel file and take it with you wherever, wherever you go if you choose to go to a different software. And so I say this because it's, it's really such a shame because I think a lot of people have discounted how important email is. And a lot of us spend so much time on social media because you know, we're like, if we're on TikTok, for example, like we're really rewarded for creating content and the algorithm, the algorithm, the algorithm is really pushing creators out now because TikTok is really in this like user acquisition phase. They just want the whole world on TikTok. Right. And so you create, you know, videos and they go viral or whatever. And, and people are still growing a lot on Instagram as well and using that platform. But even if you, I spoke to a founder once that had a product business and they were like, oh no, we don't have a website. We don't have a website. And we do all of our selling through Instagram sales. We're killing it. They had crazy, great revenue. It was really awesome. But they only had the email addresses of the people that bought. They didn't have the email addresses of all of the followers. So the same thing rings through true. If something happened to that account, 
yeah, they could always like go and get repeat customers or whatever, but they would be starting or not starting from scratch, but they would be losing so many opportunities because I want to bring it back to like the beginning of this conversation, which was the percentage of people that are going to buy from you right away is very, very, very small. Less than 5% is a very like general benchmark, but less than 20%, uh, sorry, less than 5%. And oftentimes it's much lower, like less than 1% are going to buy from you on the first moment, really. And so you want to be building that relationship and a nurtured email list because the email list is, is your, the lifeblood of your marketing funnel. Okay. The, the pipeline, the sales pipeline, like the health of yourself sales pipeline can be directly correlated to the size of your email list, right? Because your sales team can always have opportunities, meaning people out of the email list and inviting them to the sale. And those people are going to be so much more like queued up and ready and receptive to that invitation for a demo or invitation to a sales call or invitation to a promotion or whatever, because they already like, know, and trust your business. And again, that 1%, people that are just like strangers and stumble upon you, you don't want to be just focusing on converting a 1%. Because once people get to know, like, and trust you or your brand, those conversion rates start to go much higher, 20, 30%, right? Um, It's all about the relationship that you build with your customers, your prospects. So, all right. So we talked about practically kind of very high level, how to actually execute a lead magnet. And as I said, you can do like a quick Google search on how to set up that little automation, right? How do I get that lead in form going and get that automatic email delivered? The other thing that I would say um, is that if you have a, or if you come up against a CRM that will like just send, you press submit and send those people directly to a landing page. There's a lot of CRMs that you don't need the delivery email because actually those people just get automatically redirected to a link. That's great. Like, great. You're kind of capturing me in the moment. They are really like satisfied because they get their answer like right away. They don't have to go to their inbox. But I would also recommend sending a delivery email because there's so many ways that like, even if you direct people to that landing page, that's going to give them like the lead magnet, right? The actual thing you're offering them. There's so many like distractions. People kind of automatically click out of things like Wi-Fi links out. Um, and so having an email in the inbox is really great. And plus, once an email's in the inbox, you have like s- some great initial opportunities to just like share a little bit about your business and your brand just a little bit, right? Um, and then that will move us on to like, you know, the next stage, which I don't want to get into, which is the nurture phase. Once those people are into the inbox, you need to be connecting with them regularly to build that relationship. But I want to stay really focused on the lead magnet because the lead magnet is the second part of what, what I call, or what us marketers call the client value journey. And the client value journey, if you've been with me for any bit of time, is the six-step process that transforms new prospects into buyers and raving fans, right? It's an intentional process that we design as business owners and marketers. 
And so the first step is aware. Okay. So we need to get brand new eyeballs aware of our business and our brand. That's the first step. And the second step is engaged. So once we have those eyeballs on our business and our brand, well, now it's only really useful for us to actually be able to get their email and to continue to market and sell to them. Now, will some of those fresh eyeballs that see us um, and our brand and what we do, like go right to the website and buy? Sure. But it's like a very, very small percentage. And so that's why this process of lead magnets and sort of exchange of value becomes uh, so important. And it's really best practice this time, the uh, nowadays. And it's so like best practice, like now and in the moment in time that we're in, that I'm sure all of you that are listening have been through this process yourself, even if you haven't really paid attention to it. So what I would invite you to do is like next time you sign up for a freebie of anything, whether it's a product or a service or whatever, like just pay attention to the process. I love, I love doing that. I love signing up for people's newsletters and people's lead magnets and just seeing like how they deliver it. What's the, you know, what does it look like? What is the actual content they're sharing? What is the email that they send um, after you sign up for the thing? Start paying attention to what you like and what you don't like, because you can take those pieces as inspiration for what you do for your own business. So that's going to bring me to the last point, which is like, all right, you have your lead magnet, which is great, but it's not so useful unless people are actually signing up for it, right? And so this is where you have to ask yourself every single week. I go through this practice where I have this like this planner that asks you kind of like every single week, like what are you doing to get in front of new audience, right? How are you uh, engaging with them? How are you... Um, nurturing them just to like touch stone and make sure you're covering all your bases every single week, because it is just like, it has to be constant and consistent in order for you to get that traction and momentum. Right. So ask myself that question every single day it's there, but I'm really focusing on it once a week to make sure that I have all my ducks in a row. So I invite you to do the same. Um, but one of the biggest pieces of the puzzle for most founders that I talk to is the fact that they're not getting in front of new eyeballs. They're not putting themselves out there. Okay. And so what I want you to think about is, you know, how are you going to get in front of new people, new prospects and share your lead magnets with them? So I just have a couple ideas that I wrote down here are, here are four ways that we can get in front of new audiences and share our lead magnets with them. So first I want to say is it would be very beneficial for you to put your lead magnet everywhere. So I'm talking like in the bio for all of your social accounts, including LinkedIn, right? Um, be posting organically at least once a week, your lead magnet to just be reminding people of like this great free resource that they could access. Like you can change, like, you don't have to do the same exact post every week, but you can kind of like pick different angles, um, and write copy around like different aspects of what this lead magnet is and how it could connect with your, with your prospects. So sharing it, sharing it, sharing it everywhere. But in terms of new audience, I will remind you that there's essentially only three ways to grow your audience online and like get in front of new, new eyeballs. The first is paid ads. So paid ads, I don't want to go too deep here because I can go so deep on this, 
but the paid ads um, is such, it is so useful to use lead magnets and paid ads. So there's a couple kinds of ads you can run. One are like more brand awareness ads, which are generally just like, oh, here we are. It doesn't have much call to action. They're just sort of like inviting people to like click to your website and, and just like pique their interest in who you are. That's what we would call like a brand awareness ad. That's like top of the funnel ad, right? Um, and the lead magnet ad though, is usually like a middle of the funnel ad, right? But it's, it's I think the most cost effective and if you're just starting, like definitely start with a lead magnet ad if you're, you know, beginning um, your business because it is a tangible result that you can yield from your ad spend. You can be tracking how many leads you're getting for how much money you're get you're putting out there. So as a as opposed to brand awareness, yeah, it's great to get click throughs to the to the website. That's very valuable in certain stages of business. But for most of us, the first thing we need to do, the first thing we need to focus on is growing that email list. And so if you choose to run ads, make sure you're running lead magnet ads. And again, could be a downloadable PDF, but I also want to stress that it could be um, a webinar, right? We've all seen like free webinars, right? That's a lead magnet, right? Or a mini training or whatever, right? But make sure that an ad that you're putting out has that, that call to action and inviting people to give, uh, give you their email address, right? And then just for some, um, like some clarity, there is like a bottom of the funnel ad, which is basically like just asking people to book the sales call or book the demo or buy the thing, right? And that's also great. But of course, the conversion on that, especially if the audience are not like warmed up and know really about you going to be quite low. So you're not going to get as much like ROI on that as you do with the, with the lead magnet advertising, uh, advertisement. So that is ads. That's the first way you can get in front of new audiences, share your lead magnets. Now, the second is SEO. So SEO is basically search engine optimization. We're going to have a great episode all about SEO next week for you um, with Meg from Clapping Dog Media, who's fabulous. Um, she'll tell you all about SEO, but on the highest level, SEO is really like an awesome way for you to connect with people that are having like the pain points that your partner service actually cures, right? And so creating blogs that speak to those pain points that are the same keywords people are using to search in Google search, like, you know, uh, how to meal prep on a budget. For example, right, something that someone can can Google, and if you have great um, blog content that kind of answers those questions, this is a wonderful place for you to also put in your lead magnet. You can embed. Think about like when you're reading a blog and how you actually format the blogs. Right, they have headers. There's a lot of nice juicy hyperlinks in there, but you can also put buttons to your lead magnet or kind of like ads to your lead magnets right there in the blog. So you know that you're kind of capturing that audience, answering their question in the blog when they're searching for that specific answer. But once they're on the blog, like give it more bang for your buck, get their email address, right? So you can put it in the body of the blog, like a pop-up, or you can do a pop-up. Did I say pop-up already? Okay, it's the end of the day. Now I'm getting tired. Um, 
Yeah. So embedding those lead magnets inside of all of your blogs or making sure that there's a pop-up for all of the blogs that you have uh, is an awesome way to get those prospects actually leave you their email address, right? And then um, the third and final way that we can get in front of new audiences through partnerships. So I wanted to stress this one because partnerships could be email exchanges. They could be social media posts on each other's platforms. They could also be podcast interviews, things like that. And you're going to... So podcasts are a great way that you could also be sharing the lead magnets. So this is where I think there's a lot of value in spending some time and making that URL, like the landing page that you create where people put their name and email address in. Um, making sure that's easy to share. So if we go back to our meal prep um, example, you would say like nameofyourwebsite.com backslash free meals, something that's so easy and like that you could share in a conversation and people will remember it. Um, I would really suggest that having that little tool in your toolbox is great. Cause if you go out networking with people, you can share that just like face-to-face -face with people and they'll remember it easily. If you go onto someone else's platform, like you do, um, I don't know, like a video on someone else's Instagram or a Facebook live or whatever, anything like that. And you're in front of new audience, you can invite them to the free download or the freebie or the lead magnet or the free training, whatever, but being able to have an easily communicated, um, URL is key. So I think like, I think I've been talking for a long time. I can just freaking talk about this all day. I get so excited. Um, but I want to keep it super focused because I know that there's a lot of different directions. You can go very deep into all of this stuff, but at the highest level, I want you to ask yourself right now, do I have a lead magnet? Okay. And isn't an effective lead magnet? Like are people actually want it and are they converting? And I want to leave you with this last, last tip. Don't waste your time making tons of new lead magnets. It is way, way more efficient. If you look at lead magnets you have now that maybe are not performing so well and just figure out what's that 10 degree shift to make it better. Can the copy be better? Can the image that demonstrates what the lead magnet is be better? Um, could I be better at promoting it in more places? Focus on that. Those are gonna be like the higher leveraged activities you can do rather than like going back to the drawing board and feeling like you have to make another lead magnet because it is it is upfront time investment but what's great about lead magnets is like you do it once and a really good lead magnet can serve you for years and years and years so I hope that that was helpful um if you have any questions you can always just dm me I'm like always on instagram I love linkedin victoriahr.com. Um, and the last thing I want to say is go check out my lead magnet. It is at Ugly Ventures, U-G-L-I-V-E-N-T-O-R-E-S, uglyventures.com um, backslash go to market. And I'll put that in the show notes. Um, let's see. I'm just going to make sure that I'm giving you the right Yes, go to market, all one word, G-O-T-O-M-A-R-K-E-T. So uglyventures.com backslash go to market. And you can see this like one pager that I use, which is fabulous. 
and really interactive. I really love that software. So that's it for this week. Next week, we're going to be talking all things SEO. So be sure to tune in and you're going to love Meg. She's fabulous. And I'll see you then. Have a great week. You did it. You made it to the end of the episode. Thanks for sticking around with me and listening all the way to the end. I really appreciate you as an audience member, and I hope that you found this helpful. If you did like this episode, it would mean so, so much to me if you subscribed, if you rate and review this podcast. It helps other people know that this podcast has something worth saying. It also would be super awesome if you could take a screenshot and share on Instagram and tag me at Ugly Ventures, U-G-L-I Ventures, V-E-N-T-U-R-E-S. I am always so appreciative to hear from you, and I hope to see you back here next week on the Marketing for Startups podcast.